Hallelujah. The Bible says that let the weak say, I am strong. Whether you are feeling under the weather or a something, whatever it is, I want you to be assured that God is with us. And be assured that we'll be able to stand no matter what comes, no matter what goes. We will stand. And not only stand, we will make it. Hallelujah. I, I have been praying and asking the Lord to give me a word that will encourage the people of God around this time, this uh, COVID-19 and its aftermath. What God wants to say to us that will encourage us, that will help us to stand. And, and I'm, I'm blessed and I'm glad that uh, uh, Brother Prince just sang the, the song. And the song he sang was very, very, very prophetic because that is the word that God has given to us. And in, I want to start a series and the, tit- the broad title of the, of the series is Overcoming Post-COVID-19. Overcoming Post-COVID-19. But today, my assignment for this uh, morning, my assignment is Deploying the Wisdom of the Ant. Deploying the wisdom of the ant post-COVID-19. Hallelujah. Let's read the word of God in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 24 through to 28. Proverbs chapter 30 from verse 24 through to 28. The Bible says that there are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ant who are a the ant are a people not strong. Yet they prepare their food in the summer. The rock badgers are a feeble folk, yet they make their homes in the cracks. The locusts have no kin, yet all advance in ranks. The spider skillfully grasps with its hand, and it is in king's palaces. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Now, Father, I pray that you breathe your spirit over this word in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, they, they hear the scripture is saying that there are four things. There are four little creatures that are going to teach us a way out of uh, depression, out of misery, out of uh, uh, crisis and, and economic financial crisis. Four, four little uh, creatures, little animals. I was wondering if God was going to use any creatures, why didn't God go for the top five? The big five, they call it in Southern Africa. When you go to Southern Africa, South Africa, and you ask for the f- big five, there are big, five big animals that are the, the emblem or the, the sign of all the safaris in South Africa. They, they, they stand out. These are the, the lion, the leopard, the leopard, the, the elephant, the buffalo, and the rhino. These are some creatures that I would have expected God to use. You know, because the lion is the king of the jungle. The lion is the strongest animal. So you would think that if God was going to use any animal to teach us any lessons, he's going to go for the strongest, that is the lion. Or the, the, the leopard, that is the fastest. The leopard is the fastest uh, mammal. And you would have thought that God would use the leopard, but not so. The elephant, who is the heaviest, the biggest and the heaviest. If God was going to use any creature to teach us any lesson, why not the elephant? What about the buffalo? The buffalo is the most robust. The buffalo can, I mean, all the animals are afraid of the buffalo. When a fully grown, matured buffalo is running at you, even if you're a lion, you, you will think twice about it. Hallelujah. Or the rhino. That is the toughest. I mean, the skin of the rhino is even too, diff, too hard for the lion to bite into the skin of the rhino. So you'd have thought God would use these uh, five, big five. But no, God chose the little four. Somebody say the little four. The little four creatures. And the first one we're going to talk about today is the ant. The almighty ant. Hallelujah. When, when you look at the ant, you find out that there are some amazing things about the ant. I, I just did a little study on the ant, and I realized that there are 10,000 different species of ants. 10,000 different species. They, they are able, the ant is able to lift 20 times its body weight. 20 times its body weight. Can you imagine your weight? Can you lift 20 people? 
20 people are to, at a go, not you know, one after the other. 20 people, you are going to lift 20 people. But the ant can lift 20 times its weight. <clears throat> the, the ant can build a building structure that is 500 times its height. The ant can build a structure that is 500 times its height. I mean, the ant's hill is taller than me. Most, some ant hills are about nine foot. Hallelujah. And the ant has 250,000 brain cells. 250,000. Human beings have 10 million brain cells. However, the ant uses more brain cells than human beings use. I, didn't, I don't think you got what I, I said. The ant uses more brain cells than human beings. This tiny ant, remember how tiny the ant is. Hallelujah. I hope you put a picture of the an ant so that everybody can see what we are talking about today. Amen. However, the, the, the life expectancy of an ant is 45 to 60 days. And that's it. 45 to 60 days and they are gone. But there is something peculiar about the ant that I want us to learn. You see, you can have a jam jar that is closed, tight. I mean, the lid is tightly closed. But you find ants go in there. As to how they get in, only God knows. You can have a, a, a bag, maybe like bread in a bag, and the bag is, 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 is securely tightened and shut. But you, somehow you can find ants go in there. You, you see um, uh, a box of cookies with a, a, a jar or a lid on it, fully secured. But when you open the lid, you find ants in there. As to how they got in, only God knows. Hallelujah. You, you find ants are incredible. They do incredible things. You know, I was looking at the encyclopedia, uh, the Wikipedia for ants, and the description that it gives that ants are you, you social insects of the family Formicidae. I don't know what that means, but it, it's, uh, they come from a, a family called the Formicidae. And uh, I, I checked the meaning of you social. The, the, the meaning says that you sociality is the highest level of organization of socia sociality. It is defined by the following characteristics. Cooperative brood care, including care for offspring from other individuals. It, it, do you understand? It means that ants will care for every little one, every, whether it's their own uh, offspring or other people's offspring. Ants care. They, they, their society is so developed that they care. It's a communal society. You know, post-COVID-19, if we are going to succeed, if we are going to do well, we must think as a community. We must think as a society. You can't think of as an individual and expect to survive and expect to do well post-COVID-19. Uh, uh, Hallelujah. You, you will see that they, 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 they have overlapping generations within the colony. You have grand-uncle grand uh, or grandfather aunt, father aunt, uh, son and grandson and, and great grandson and all of them living together and all of them cooperating and working for each each other. Hallelujah! And there is division of labor. There, there, there are division. There's a, a very, a very, very uh, uh, refined divis, division and speciality of labor that where you have each their they are ants that are on guard. They are soldier ants. They guard the, the, the workers as, as the workers. Sorry? They, have the, the, they are the soldiers that guard as the, the, the workers go back and forth. And you have the ones that feed others. And you have one that, I mean, they've divided their work. See, it's amazing as human beings, we, we always want to be on top. So we don't want anybody to come into what we are doing. We always want to do it by ourselves so that we can take all the glory. But not the ant. Hallelujah. The ant is, is not about himself. The ant is about the group, the, the collective, the society. If we're going to make it post-COVID-19, we need to think differently. We need to change the way we are thinking. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. The, 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 why is God teaching us to go to the ant to learn? Proverbs 6, 6 to 11. 
This is what the scripture says. It says, go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Amen. So we are going to consider the ways of the ant to be wise. Hallelujah. Having no captain or overseer or ruler, they provide, he provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like the prowler and your need like an armed man. Hallelujah. So here the, the wisest man that lived is saying that go to the ant, you lazy person, and learn from, from the ant. Let's learn some principles that the ant operates in. And I'm sure that as we, 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 we go through the, the principles or the characteristics of the ant, we are going to learn some very, very, very wise keys that will help us moving forward in our own lives to make us better and make us do well. Hallelujah. The first thing I want us to look at is what it says that they have no ruler. The ant has no ruler. Yet the ant is very organized. It's amazing when law and order goes out of the window, people run amok. In, uh, where is the place? Missy, Minnesota. Uh, we, we, we are seeing law and order because of what has happened with the police people in America. Law and order has gone out of the window. And because law and order has gone out of the window, there is civil unrest. There's looting. Anarchy has, has ensued. Hallelujah. Because you need, human beings need law and order. Human beings needs, needs, uh, need somebody to knock their heads and say that, don't do this before they, they know that not to do it. Uh, even though the, the prime minister has said that people shouldn't go out, people shouldn't have parties, people shouldn't do this. When you go, they are still doing it. They are doing it because human beings, we, we, we cannot, even with all the laws and uh, rulership that we have, there is something quite, not quite right with us. Hallelujah. They have no captain, yet they work in love. There's no fighting. You will never go and see ants fighting each other. You will not see this uh, group of ants are coming to fight this group of ants. No, they live in collaboration. They live in harmony. They live in love. Amen. No ruler, and yet there is order. In John chapter 13, verse 35, the Bible says that by this we will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. If we love one another, if we care for one another, if we look out for one another, we will make it through this uh, post-COVID-19 season. Hallelujah. Look out. Somebody hasn't got a job. You know an opening somewhere. Look out for them. You don't need anybody to organize you into uh, finding and helping each other. Amen. We need to learn how to do it. In Proverbs, uh, in Hebrews 13, 1 says that let brotherly love continue. Let brotherly love continue. They are helpful to one another. When you see a, 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 an ant finds a cube of sugar that is maybe three or four times its size and is trying to uh, carry it into their colony. You see the, the ant will be trying to carry it and it's heavier than the ant. You see a, a second ant will come and join and they will be pulling it. Then a third ant will come and join and they'll be pulling it. And a fourth ant will join and they'll be pulling it. And a fifth ant, as they keep adding, you see that this cube of sugar begins to move. And it will move till it disappears into the colony. But human beings, when somebody finds a cube of sugar, a cube of blessing. That is it. They would, they, would, they would try and enjoy it alone. And if somebody else tries to come and even help them to drag it home, they will fight the person, even though they can't carry it. Says, I will not carry it, but you are not going to carry it. You can't, you can't, this is my blessing. You will see, they'll start speaking in tongues and binding the devil. Hallelujah. Instead of working together so that we both win, no, 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 not us. You see that even if 
uh, 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 a brother finds uh, a brother is considering a sister. The, the sister is very, very happy with this brother. The brother is happy with the sister. You see another sister will go to, to the, the, the lady and say to the lady, oh, this guy is not a correct guy. I know this guy. Then you start making up stories, weird stories about the guy. That will make the guy, you know, confused. Then, then, then you, the same lady will turn around and go and speak to the guy. And you see that the, this lady don't even think about marrying her. She's this, she's done, she's done this, she's done that, she's done the other thing. Before you realize, this woman will try and find her way into the relationship. Sometimes she knows that she can't get this guy. But then she, if I can't get him, you will not take him. Hallelujah. And this is why we don't, we as a, a collective don't do well. I pray that this COVID-19 season and what has affected the whole world will teach us some lessons. That we win when we are together. When we are a collective, we do better. When we try to be individualistic. You see, the reason why they still haven't developed a vaccine for this virus is because all these various countries are trying to race as to who will bring the, uh, the vaccine first. I mean, what sort of nonsense is that? People are dying. Over one million people have died. Who cares who, who, which country brings the vaccine first? Why don't we all work together? Why don't China share? Because they have had the uh, disease longer than... Why don't they share what they've learned with uh, everybody else so that these people bring their wisdom, those people bring their wisdom, those people bring their wisdom. We put it together as a collective and we do better. No, 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 no. You do your own. We are also doing, America says they won't share their, their findings with anybody. And then uh, China says that we will not share our findings. And then UK is also doing their own. France is doing their own. Germany is doing their own. Hallelujah. How sad. How sad. Let us go to the ants and learn. They don't have a leader. There's no world leader. But there is order. There is harmony. You see, a, a lot of, whilst people are dying, countries are fighting as to who will be the, 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 the leader of, I mean, the craziest thing I heard yesterday was that America says that they are not joining World Health Organization anymore. They are taking their 450 million that they contribute because China contributes only uh, 40 million, 50 million, and they get the same privileges as them. So they'll take, they are taking their ball and they are going home. I mean, what kind of life is this? Because I want to be the boss. If you will not recognize me as the boss, then I'm going, taking my ball. Nobody will play. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, the Bible says that bear one another's burden. So fulfill the law of Christ. Amen. In Romans chapter 15, verse 1, the Bible says that when then, we, sorry, we then are strong, ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves. Hallelujah. We should bear one another's burden and not to please ourselves. Amen. They are very, very helpful. And they live in harmony. Amen. They live in harmony. The second thing I want us to learn, we are looking at 12 things about the, the, the ant very quickly. Second thing is that the ant performs with efficiency because the ant plans. The Bible says that they, they look for their food in the summer as against the winter. Remember, I started by saying that they will only live for 45 to 60 days. So some of them are, are taking food. They are busy working all day. Sometimes they don't stop to eat. Busy working, taking food, hiding in the colony. Taking food, hiding in the colony. Taking food, hiding it in the colony. And some of them will never see winter to eat the food they have hidden. And yet, they are planners. They are long time. See, the ant doesn't think about yesterday. The ant doesn't behave because of today. The ant is futuristic. It's always planning ahead. 
If you're going to succeed in, in moving forward post-COVID-19, you must be a long-term planner. It's amazing how Christians don't plan in the, in the long term. Meanwhile, the God we serve, the God in, in whose image we are made, this God is a planner. The Bible says that before the earth was formed, the lamb was slain before the foundation of the earth. He, he knew that man was sin. So he had made a plan that if when man sins, this is the remedy. When this happens, this is what is going to happen. When the woman comes, the, the, the woman may talk to the, 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 the snake. The snake may uh, do something, will, will try and lure the, the woman to eat the, the fruit and cause problems. So the lamb was already slain. God is a long-term planner. If you look at creation, you see that God planned it before he even made it. In chapter 1, that's Genesis chapter 1, he formed the earth and everything. When you go to Genesis chapter 2, he tells you, if I Genesis chapter 1, 27, he says, let us make, 25, let us make man in our own image and everything. And then he says that he formed and created man. But when you go to chapter 2, that is when man was actually created. So it means the first making was just a planning phase. And then the second one was the creation. God is a planner. How come we don't plan? In fact, COVID-19 has exposed many, many countries that we, they don't have any plan. They don't have a plan medically. They don't have a plan in terms of a pandemic. You know, uh, um, I think the former president of America tried to plan for something where in case there's a, a pandemic and a virus or something, he got an office or something for for towards uh, preparation towards this pan pandemic like this when the next president came he dissolved that whole office because it's just a waste of money because he wants to save money then now here comes COVID 19 and immediately you see that we are the, the 100,000 people have died needlessly because there was no plan before we point a finger at that country let it be a lesson to us a lot of us, we, as soon as uh, people have been laid off, people have been laid off, you see, they, they, they are broke already, they are unemployed, they are begging for food because they haven't prepared. But they, they, in fact, the summer hasn't even yet happened and people are already dying. But the, the ant prepares his food for, from summer for winter. Hallelujah. Prepares and plants ahead. Proverbs 29:18, the Bible says that where there is no vision or revelation, the people cast off restraint. But happy is the one who keeps the law. Amen. When there is no vision, the people perish. When they don't have any plan, they don't do well. You see, when you, you don't have a plan, most of us, we obey the wind. We are just walking, no plan. Listen, your life will be easier lived when you plan. There are some prayer topics we won't pray if we had planned properly. Hallelujah. I, I was saying the, the last time is that, that there are a lot of times we disturb God. We worry God because we don't plan. We don't think. Because the majority of our, uh, the answers to our prayers is in our thinking if we could think. But because we don't think, it makes it difficult for us. But the, the ant is a thinker. If you see the ant will make a, a highway, will make a highway. I don't know whether you've seen it before, but you see, you go through some gardens in some countries, you see they have the, 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 the earth has been moved in a certain way that they've created a highway that goes from, from one end to the ant hill. And you see them going, going. And you see, it's amazing. You see the ants, those who are going, uh, this way are on the left. Those who are coming are on the right. When you get to a place and you, you, they touch each other, one knows that I have to go to the left, the other half to go to the right. So there's no clash, there's no misunderstanding. But you see human beings when they are driving, somebody will cross somebody and then you see them get out of the car and fighting in the middle of the road. Full, full grown men. Ants will not do that. Hallelujah. At the first glance of, a, of an anthill, you will see a lot of activity. Ants are running around everywhere, but they have a plan. They have a plan. Will the church emerge out of COVID-19 with a plan? Do we have a plan? How to reach many more people's souls for the kingdom of God? 
Or are we just also going to come out of post-COVID-19 and just come and run around and speak in tongues and go, uh, uh, go home? What is the plan that the church is making for post-COVID-19 so that we, the gospel of, 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 of Jesus Christ will go everywhere? Hallelujah. What is the plan? Just go to church, Sunday, come home. Go to church and come home, go to church. What is the plan? What is the long-term plan of the church? What is the long-term plan of the kingdom of God, of the kingdom on earth? What is the long-term goal? Hallelujah. We need to have a vision for the future. This is a question that most people are asked when you go for an interview. What do, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Where do you see yourself in the ten, next 10 years? I want to ask you that question. In the next five years, where do you see yourself? What the, the question is trying to gain from the respondent is what your plan is. What, do you have a plan? Do you have a goal? Do you have any ambition? Do you have something you are working towards? Or you are just running around? You are born, you go to school, you get a job, you do, and then eventually you retire and then die. Proverbs 15:22. the Bible says, uh, this is the ESV version. He says, commit your, your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Amen. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Do you have a plan to commit to God so that God establishes it? Every organization that does well has a plan and the committees and all the other little little branches of the organization know the plan that they are working towards. And they work together to make it work. Hallelujah. I pray that every chapel, every church, every department will know the long-term plan of the church. And buy into it and do well with it. Number three, the ant teaches a lesson about preparation. About preparation. It is prepared. Not only does it plan but it prepares for it. Amen. Have you prepared for the day your job will be taken off you? If you lose your job and for six months you can't live comfortably without any source of income, then you are not prepared. Within two months or, or one month of people losing their job, of countries uh, closing their economies, people are begging they're going to IMF and United Nations. Countries are begging, going to IMF and collecting loans and collecting funding because the country cannot, has no preparation. No preparation whatsoever. Proverbs 6, 7 to 8 says that, which having no captain or overseer provide their supplies in the summer and gather their food in the harvest. They prepare for the lean season. They prepare for the leans. They know that life is in cycles. There is a planting season and there is harvest season. When the harvest comes, you need to prepare for the, plant, the, the, the lean season. So you need to save some food. You, so they take the food, go and hide it. Hallelujah. We need to learn to prepare. In preparation, I want to ask you this question. Have you prepared for the coming of the, of the Lord? Are you prepared, if God was to call you home today, are you prepared to stand before God and give account of your life? Preparation is not just for, for the earth. Preparation is eternity as well. How many of us are, are prepared for eternity as we stand here? If God was to call us right this minute, are you prepared? Yes, I know you're a Christian. Yes, I know you are saved. You are born again. But what, how many crowns have you got? What are you going to show for, your, for all the many years that you've been in church? All the many sermons you have heard. All the many hands that have been laid upon you. All the many blessings that have been spoken on you. What are you prepared to go and give account for? Proverbs 30 verse 25. The Bible said, The ants are not a strong, are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. They don't wait till the weather turns cold before they prepare they begin preparing. They prepare when the weather is warm as against the cold weather. They gather their food while it's still warm and take it into their colony. They prepare for their family and they prepare for their future. My question to you, are you prepared the day you die? 
Are you prepared for your children and your grandchildren? What is going to happen to them? If today, COVID-19, God forbid, COVID-19 takes you, what is going to happen to your, your spouse? What is going to happen to your family that you have left behind? Have you prepared any life savings for them? Is there anything that guarantees? See, people, human beings, especially Christians, we don't like thinking about these type of eventualities, but they are part of our life. Death is part of life. Hallelujah. Don't wait. Prepare now. If you are going to succeed post-COVID-19, we need to learn how to prepare. Hallelujah. It's just plain common sense and stewardship to prepare. You know, students who are going to write exams and are running around doing everything by learning. The day will come when they sit in the room and they, they, they are put, their question paper is put in front of them. Then there's some, I don't know whether it's cold or hot wings that blows o o over your ear. It makes it cold at the beginning and then eventually it becomes very hot. And you know that you are failing as you are sitting there because your preparation was lacking. Hallelujah. I pray that when we write our final exams, the Bible says that we shall all appear before the great king to be judged with, with what we did with our life. When that final exam paper is opened and the questions are asked, I don't want you to have the hot, cold, hot air blowing by your ear. I want you to be able to stand confident. Like Paul, I have run the race. I have finished my course. I am now ready to receive the rewards that the just God has laid for those that believe on him. They are looking for the future each day. They are preparing for what lies ahead. They never ever think about the past. Most of us said that we take too much time thinking about the past, what has done, what has the misfortune that we have gone through, what has happened, our parents didn't look after us, we didn't get the right education, we didn't get the right uh, start in life, poor me, poor me mentality, leave it behind, it's a, what is the past is the past. They don't even think about the present circumstances because he knows that it's only a, a circumstances that will pass. If I prepare well for tomorrow, my circumstances will change. That is the mentality of the ant. That's the philosophy that the ant operates by. Proverbs 24, 27, the Bible says that prepare your work. This ESV version says that prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourselves in the field and after build your house. Amen. Says that prepare your work outside. Get everything ready in the field and build your house. Let us build our eternal house. Let us build for our future. Amen. Number four, the ant teaches us a lesson about perseverance. The ant will never give up. The ant, you see, you can take a, a lawnmower, you can take a, a knife or something and destroy the anthill. As soon as you finish destroying the anthill, the ants don't sit down to have a, 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 a recurrent mass or they don't a morning session to decide, oh, look at the calamity that's befallen us. No, no, no. Immediately, they start, the ants start to rebuild. Immediately, they start putting things back together. They, they are, their sense of getting over the disaster that has hit them is so, so, so quick. Amen. They have a survival skill. Even when the weather is bad, the ant, you can find the ant in the coldest part of the world. And when you go to the hottest part of the world, you can find the ant there. The ant will survive everywhere. Hallelujah. I pray that we'll have that survival, um, the persevering spirit. So that we can thrive wherever God puts us. Wherever we find ourselves, we can thrive. Through danger, the ant will survive. Through disaster, the ant will survive. Every, they have, you know, amazing ability to survive all kinds of weather. They repair immediately. Through any disturbances, they are there. Number five, the ant teaches us a lesson about partnership. 
I said earlier on, the ant will partner another ant to pull the greatest piece of meat or piece of thing that is 10 times their weight. They'll pull it gradually together. One of the things that many of us don't do is partner. It's amazing how even as a church of God, you don't see churches partnering with each other. No, 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 no. You do your own. When you finish, I'll come and do my own. See somebody doing something, ah, you, in fact, you are wishing that they fail so that you show them that you have them anointed to succeed. That is very sad. Hallelujah. I say that is very sad. Let us learn to relate symbiotically with each other so that we, we see the Bible says one can put to flight a thousand, but two, ten thousand. There's a certain uh, blessing that you get when you are together. Amen. I pray that we will learn how to partner with. You see, we cannot be strong at every side. Everybody has one area they are strong. And so if I take your strength in that area that I'm weak and I add it to mine, we get better outcome. Let us not be insecure in ourselves. Let's learn to partner with other people. Whatever we are doing, whatever business we are doing, learn to partner with each other. Learn to get others involved in the project you are doing. Learn to solicit you know, assistance. It's, life is not about bragging about what you have and what you have achieved. It's, it's not important. What's important is that you got there in the end. As to how you got there, who helped, it doesn't matter. The person who came to help doesn't take the glory out from you. Amen. As a pastor, I cannot achieve anything by myself. There's no I in team. Learn to be a, become a team player. A lot of people don't know how to work in teams. The greatest footballer is in a good team. And that is how come he becomes the greatest footballer. If you take him out of the good team and put him in an ordinary team, he will not look as the greatest footballer, though he has a lot of skills. Because you need to learn to work together. Hallelujah. Learn, learn to have solidarity with each other. When we stand together, we do better. You know, one thing about the, the, the ant. When one ant is walking around, not even the smallest creature is afraid of the ant. But when an army of ants are coming, the most poisonous snake will run away. Even elephants will run when they see a huge colony of ants come, uh, approaching them. Elephants, however many, uh, many more times the size of the ant will run. Because ants are very fierce and powerful when they are in a group. See, we look stronger and better when we are together. The country will sit and listen to what we have to say when we are powerfully united together. But when we are individually, we don't even matter. So many churches everywhere. Few, few congregations, few congregations, few, nobody cares. But when they come together united as one great mass, then the, the world will sit up and hear the message we have to say. Amen. Let's learn to relate with each other and work with each other. Number six, the ant performs efficiently because efficiently because of participation. Amen. They participate together with each other in everything. You will never see an ant bypass another ant when he's pulling a piece of meat. They will join in. It doesn't matter where they are going. They will leave the agenda and join in to participate in bringing yours in. Because at least you have brought some. So they will help you to put, because they know that the food you are taking, you are taking for the betterment of the community. So they will help. They will participate. The story that Jesus told about the uh, Good Samaritan, there was no participation. The priest came when he saw the man lying there. He went the other way. The Pharisee came, went the other way. The Good Samaritan participated in the misfortune of the, of the man and helped him to the place of, of rescue. Let's learn 
the wisdom of the ant. It's not about your agenda. It's about the collective. Participate in other people's work. The Bible says that if you are not, if you will not um, be faithful in what is another man's, who will give you your own? You are working for somebody and because it's not yours, you do it anyhow. You don't put all your energy, all your effort, all your strength into it. You don't think about it. You don't plan because it's not yours. So you can't be bothered. And about if you don't do that for something uh, that belongs to somebody, who will give you your own? God will not give you your own thing. You need to learn to participate in other people's issues. Amen. In Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10, the Bible says, whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your heart, with all your might. For the ground or the grave, whether thou goest, there's no work there, no device. So learn to do your best. Wherever you find yourself, you're assisting somebody, give it your all. In Colossians chapter 3 verse 17, the Bible says, whatever you do, in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord. Do it as if you are doing it to God. In Colossians 3, 21, it says that whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Number seven, the ant is determined. The ant is determined. I pray that you be determined. Be determined to succeed. Be determined to do well. Be determined to be above. Determination is one of the things that we are lacking. One of the ingredients Christians don't have. We pray for something a few times. If, if God doesn't give it, they will say, ah, well, it's not the will of God, so I didn't get it. Then you move on to the next. It's like, oh, we have tried. The Lord has not heard us. So no, 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 no. Life, is the, life says that what you need and what you want, I have it. If you have guts, come for it. You have to have guts to persevere. Push. Until something happens. Keep persevering. Keep pushing. Keep praying. Keep pushing. Keep working. Until you see it happen. And it will happen. You've lost your job. You can start your own business. And keep pushing. If no one will employ you, employ yourself. If no one will give it to you, get it yourself. Build it yourself. Amen. How easily we see people give up on their goals. Somebody said that the, the graveyard, the graves, uh, the cemetery is the, the greatest um, place of unfulfilled dreams. CDs that were not released, books that were not written, uh, 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 projects that never saw the light of day. People have died with all the dreams. Very rich place. The richest ground on earth is the cemetery. Millionaires that never ever saw one dollar because they tried one and they, they got the door slammed in their face and that was it. I pray that everything God has orchestrated for you to have before you die, you will achieve it. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I say I prophesy that you achieve it because the spirit of perseverance is coming upon you. The spirit of determination is coming upon you. You will see it happen naturally. It will be manifested naturally and physically to you. Because you are determined to see. be determined to succeed. I say be determined to succeed. Everybody says no. At least one will say yes. You have been to uh, 200 interviews. All of them say I'm sorry. Don't give up. I say don't give up. Try 200 more. I, I, listen, I guarantee you by the time you've gone through another 200 interviews, you will get one that will say yes. Uh, Pastor, you don't understand. I've been through interview. Now I'm tired. Now I'm tired of opening the envelope. Say that we are sorry <laughs> to say that. Thank you for coming for the interview, but on this occasion you have not been successful. No, 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 no. Keep doing it. Keep opening the, the emails. Don't. Some people don't even read the emails anymore. <laughs> See, uh, uh, dear, we are sorry. Then just forget it. No. Determination. I said determination. Learn to be determined. Ask yourself, how did the, the ant enter into that jam jar that is locked? It is closed, but the ant is able to enter. How did it do that? It is determined. Put a lid on a cookie jar. They will find a way inside. 
and the jar is not broken. It's not. It's airtight, but they will find a way. Where there is a will, there is a way. Make a way. It says that he, may, he God is the God that makes a way where there seems to be no way. How come we are we are made in His image? He makes a way where there seems to be no way, but we can make a way when there's a roadblock. As soon as there's a roadblock, we hang our harps and we sit down and say, by the rivers of Babylon, where we sat down, where we went, because we remembered Zion. What kind of life is that? Number eight. The ant is an opportunist. The ant is an opportunist. The ant would grab on every opportunity it sees. It seizes the opportunity that is given to it. Hallelujah. Anytime the ant sees food, it, back, it doesn't back off. It will go for it. Hallelujah. The ant will go for it. In Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, about, I returned and I saw that the race is not to the swift, nor the battles of the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. All of us, we are going to have one thing guaranteed in our lives. Time and then opportunity. Time will happen to you. Opportunity will happen to you. As to what you do with time and what you do with the opportunity will determine whether you become prosperous or you be a failure. A lot of us must mismanage our time. We just mess our time up. And then a lot of us also mess all the opportunities that are given to us. I pray that you will not be one of them. That when time happens, you are prepared. When opportunity happens, you are prepared. They say when, when preparation meets opportunity, there is success. So you prepare. That's one character of the, of the um, ant. And opportunity or being opportunistic is another character of the ant. When the two come, the, the ant is successful all the time. Why? Because it has prepared. That's why God didn't ask us to look at the rhino or look at the lion or look at the, uh, uh, what is it called? The elephant or the cheetah, but, uh, the leopard. But he said that let us look at the ant because they know what to do with opportunity. They know what to do with time. They know what to do with preparation. Hallelujah. Number nine, the ant is concerned for others. The ant will feed its not only its children, its great grandchildren, its uncle's children, its great even the enemy's children. The ant will feed, even if it means that the, the ant will die before the the time for eating comes. The ant will feed everybody. It's concerned for others. Hallelujah. Christians don't think about others. Say, I am saved. Somebody said to me one day, silver and gold. Silver and gold, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. But brother pastor, now that I have Jesus, let me go and look for my silver. Let me go and look for my gold. I don't care about anybody else. Me, I'm going to heaven. The rest can go to hell for all I care. That is not a good way. That is not Christianity. Christianity is about others. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in on him shall not perish but have everlasting life whosoever he thought so much about the world the world everybody including and he made provision if we are made in his image we have to think about everybody and make provisions for them hallelujah number 10 the ant communicates effectively the ant hasn't got a voice you will never hear the ant speaking but the ant has a way to communicate Hallelujah. Whenever you, you see one ant find something valuable, the ant will send a message to other ants. And you see that ant will come. When there's a fish, when you put a piece of uh, fish on uh, loosely somewhere on the floor, you see the ant will find one. By the time you go and come back, there are about 200 uh, ants around dragging the piece of fish. Why? Because a message was sent. Amen. Let's learn Let's learn to communicate the good things to other people so that others will benefit. You have a great church. You have a powerful place of worship. How come none of your friends know about it? How come you haven't communicated it to anybody? 
You have a great uh, anointed uh, place. How come nobody in your circle knows about it? You have a great uh, 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 pastor. How come nobody knows about him? How come you don't communicate that? Go to the ant. You sluggard and learn their ways. Hallelujah. Number 11, the ant is single-minded. Whatever the ant wants to achieve, it will achieve it. It wants to build a 9-foot or 8-foot, 12-foot anthill. It will build it. You see the anthill, it's even more than somebody's house. They are determined to build it and they will build it. There's a scripture in, in Genesis 11. The first time God had to come down on earth himself. It's in Genesis 11. I want you to look at it. He says that uh, this is when men united together to build a, a, a house, a city. In verse 4, and they said, come let us build ourselves a house, a tower whose top is in the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the earth, the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one, and they have all, they all have one language. This is what they, they, be, they begin to do. And nothing, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. This is what God said, that because the people have a single mind of building a tower whose, whose top goes to heaven, and they are single, singly minded about it, nothing they propose to do will be taken away. The only thing that God had to do is to confuse their language, to stop them from building. When we are united and we have one single mind to make something happen, it will happen. The reason why we don't do that is because we are not single-minded. The wife is thinking about one thing. The husband is thinking about one thing. The children are thinking about another thing. And then everybody's moving around in a circle. Various different minds set in one house and nothing is achieved. In Psalm 133, the Bible says, verse 1, How good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Amen. Amen. The next one is peace. Peace. They perform efficiently because the ant is the most peaceful creature. Peace. You will never see ants going to war. Peace. In Ephesians 4, 3, the Bible says, endeavor to keep unity in the spirit and in the, of the spirit in the bond of peace. Endeavor. If it dwells within your, your, your grasp, make sure that you live peaceably with all men. Because progress always happens when there is peace. It's amazing when you go to any war-torn uh, country, any country that they are at war, you will never see the development there. You will never see people progress. Why? Because... When there is war, you cannot progress. I pray that you and I will have that mind of the ant to achieve what the ant achieves. Over and above its body size, its body weight, its resources. The ant doesn't have resources from anywhere, but the ant has a way of achieving greater things than any creature its, its size. I pray that you and I will become everything that God has ordered for us to become. 